Welcome to Mended Teacups. Molly and I are in our own homes having our lovely cups of tea and chatting about our home ed experiences with you. Today, Molly, what are we going to be talking about? Okay, well, today is our second um, podcast uh, all about summer holidays and resources for summer holidays and just some kind of suggestions to help us to make the most of these summer holidays. We're aware that some of you do a kind of different pattern and will be still homeschooling, home educating through the summer. But I think even that, for a lot of you, it, it's slightly a slightly different rhythm and pattern. I think I'm aware that we are all tired. Uh, we all need rest. And um, so hopefully some of the things that we'll be able to suggest over this time will just help you to maybe find a little bit about bit more of that. Helen, what are, what are your thoughts about restoring ourselves over some holidays? Well, last time we did talk about listening into some podcasts and getting some refreshment inspiration from those, didn't we? And, and also some of the activities we might do um, with our children in a sort of a more low-key summer way. This time we're going to have a little look at some of the books that we might, um, we might like to read. Again, from a time of refreshing, re-inspiring ourselves, some of the books that Molly and I have found useful over the years or are looking forward to reading ourselves. So I'm going to kick off with uh, telling you about Mum's Everything Book for Daughters and Mum's Everything Book for Sons, Practical Ideas for a Quality Relationship by Becky Freeman. I found these quite easy to read and just some good ideas about how to connect with your children. Obviously, home ed is about education, but home ed is also about family and relationship. And sometimes it's good to kind of reinvigorate your your relationship with your children and think about that as well as building as so building the relationship and 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 deepening those relationships as well as just being the teacher and the instructor and the teller of things to do <laughs> i know sometimes my children think anytime they're in my presence i tell them to do something so i'm quite keen to make sure that i'm connecting with them on a different level so those are quite good books just to dip into and get some ideas we will post links to all of these and, and all the lists in our blog for you to have a look at. How about you, Molly? Well, actually, just on for general parenting, lots of books by either Steve Biddell or Dr. James Dobson. Mm. Um, a whole range. I'm going to reread Steve Biddell's Raising Girls over um, these holidays. They're, they're also kind of general parenting, but they're both really good authors. And I've read you know, quite a few of both of them. Homeschool, should we sort of say a few yeah. different? ones we've got quite a few in common actually so <laughs> the very first one I read actually was a book by John Holt called How Children Learn um, and he's written quite a few I think Helen have you got one of another one of his as well that we've yeah, both got because there's another one called Teach Your Own and those two are kind of the classics of home ed movement aren't they he kind of I think he is credited with sort of getting things moving again again with people teaching their own children and looking at what that might mean for families and for society mm. yeah those those are kind of foundational ones one which i read every summer holidays it's part of my summer holiday ritual <laughs> and it's a huge one i'm quite a slow reader so i read a little bit of every summer holidays and it's called educating the whole hearted child by clay and sally clarkson and it is it is quite big but for me it's been very valuable and i just as i say i just read bits of it every time um it's very comprehensive and it, it goes into their wholehearted approach which is very much kind of resonates with kind of the approach that i i also found that i had uh, and sally clarkson just to do a plug she's got a new book coming out called awakening wonder which is in fact all about educating your children at home home education 
So we'll put a link to that. I, I'm certainly going to be looking forward to that one coming out. Yeah, Sally Clarkson books are always great. It's like having a, a wise friend, isn't it, at your shoulder, just giving you some good advice. And her tone is never hectoring. It's just very comfortable, isn't it? Yeah, she's quite a loving person in, in the way she speaks through her books and very much wants to encourage you. Slightly different end of the spectrum is that another book I recommend, and I do dip into this regularly as well, which is The Well-Trained Mind by Jessie Wise and Susan Wise Bauer. Now, that is a huge tome. It's a massive book. Um, but it does cover teaching everything and how, how they recommend teaching everything to your children. It's a quite a rigorous approach to education. So you might not want to take all of it on board, but it's quite useful to sort of pick out the bits that are helpful to you. I think maybe especially for the sort of the math STEM subjects, perhaps, where you want to be fairly um, rigorous and and grow gradually on a, on a, on a plan of teaching that and, and helping your children to work through a fairly comprehensive and step-by-step approach to those sorts of subjects that's really helpful to have and it's got some ideas of you know by this sort of age what you might be expecting to teach obviously as we always say on mended teacups your own children are your own children and the beauty of home educating is tailoring it to exactly where your children are and what they're interested in but it gives you a kind of pattern of how to teach to your children over the years and that's quite useful and she's written various books that kind of support that approach which I've used at different times. And I think you're using some in her English, the language. Mm, yes, we do. We use um, her English language syllabus, which is curriculum, which is helpful. Very good, very good actually. Very, very much recommend it. And the sort of another philosophy approach is a Charlotte Mason approach. And obviously there are her original, I think volumes one and six are, are probably the first go-to ones to read if you want to read directly from her her own writing but the other one which I think Helen and I both got in our lives she seems to have got the same is um, For the Children's Sake by Susan Schaefer Macaulay this was very good another one also similar one is called A Charlotte Mason Education by Catherine Leveson they're both very good I've got lots of underlining and um, they are a little bit written of their time so some of the language is just probably not quite the sort of same language that we would use today. I think they're written possibly in the 70s maybe so just a little bit older but lots of good really good ideas and good foundational kind of inspirational stuff in both of those yes and I've got her for the family's sake which is talking about home life um, and that's not aimed just at home educators but generally encouraging you to develop your home and make it a place that's a great place to be and a, and a great um, sanctuary for for all your family and for visitors that you can invite in opening your home and how to do that oh that's lovely yes there's a there's a nice sally clarkson one about that i think life-giving home which i've read which is also just about your home and that's lovely we're thinking of kind of some more slightly more um modern completely up-to-date ones the, the most the most up-to-date one we could think of was um, Wild and Free by, I'm just looking for her name, Ainsley Arn. That has fantastic reviews, so we've not read it. Neither of us have read it, but it's got really good reviews. So um, if you haven't read that and you're kind of either new to own home education or wanting something just to re-inspire you, that certainly sounds like a like a top one. And actually the one that I, I've never read, but um, I'm looking forward to, I've got it and I'm going to read it this summer, is um, by Julie Bogart called The Brave Learner. And some people may use her kind of writing curriculum as well. So, um, that's one that I'm going to be reading. And it looks, it looks also, it looks excellent. Yeah, very readable. What, what does her approach look like to, to you from what you know so far? It looks like she's quite down to earth. 
she she seems to have just i've listened to her podcasts she seems to definitely want to go with a structure so she's not um sort of an unschooling approach she goes with a structure but a lot about having infusing your home your home with a lot of fun you're learning with fun and with creativity and i think she talks about the beginning bit kind of just about bringing bringing the magic in allowing the sparks to fly enchanted learning um, and certainly she is somebody who her children are all grown up now and so for those of us who have got older children it's interesting looking because obviously she's she's walked the walk and she's got the kids who have <laughs> who have come up the other side and obviously still love learning and she's she's just got that because I suppose she's a bit older she seems to me and I've listened to her podcast she seems to have that that kind of maturity and kind of sensibleness about common sense so I'm looking forward to to reading hers. That sounds great. I've also pulled off the shelf a, a book that it's not about home educating. It's called Drawing with Children. And I know various people say, oh, I'd love to get more art in my curriculum. And I'm, I can't draw. I wish my I wish I could draw. My children would like to do more. And I really recommend Drawing with Children as a book to help get art into your everyday. It's subtitled A Creative Method for Adult Beginners too, And it's, it's by Mona Brooks. It just takes you step by step, gives you really basic ideas and just explains how to start drawing and you get really good results quite quickly and it just helps you break that kind of I can't draw thing her basic premise is you do it alongside your children and it's very step by step I really recommend it it's it's good that sounds fantastic because I'm definitely in that camp like I just can't draw (laughs) (laughs) and that that sounds what you say sounds it's a really nice thing to be able to do alongside your children that's good you know just for relationships and chatting isn't it so Mm. that sounds really good have you had got any other, we talked last week about things we could do with our children. We had a few ideas. Are there just any things that you can kind of think of that you'd suggest just for ourselves as mums, as well as reading and listening to encourage us to take rest for ourselves as well? Yeah, it's about taking rest, isn't it? And showing your children that you're interested in new ideas and learning a little bit of learning as well. And I think some of us have got kind of clicked into that with the lockdown are this going to be a time I'm going to try something new and again summer is a time to sort of put that in Uh, personally I've been trying out some tap dance tutorials from YouTube which is quite hilarious (laughs) there's so many things out there that you can have a go at and and just a bit of time for yourself and a bit of time to show your children you know learning doesn't stop and uh, you know there's always things to be doing Uh, and another book as well I was going to recommend is um, Matilda Jane by Jane Walden which is the story she is a home educator and it's the story of how her son who's I think he's he's still a teenager I think he's 18 or 19 now um, and it's how he renovated a canal boat it's a, a great great read it's it's very much in um, Jane's own voice you can really hear her voice speaking through the way she writes um, and it's just an account of how they took on this canal boat and how how Billy went around went about uh, renovating it it's just and some very humorous moments in it I really enjoyed reading that and it's quite fun to read and it's quite interesting to see how home education works someone has very much succeeded in helping her child develop their interests that sounds lovely and um yes it's things like that that actually do inspire and do help you think actually it's okay we're (laughs) we're doing all right you're all going to be okay now, I know you also like looking at blogs. Obviously, we've got our own Mended Teacups blog. And we try and as well as um, that's where we post our podcasts and all our links to things we talk about. And we try and put occasional other articles on there. And we're hoping to build up our resources 
on that so that'll be something new in the future but um i think you also have other blogs that you recommend you want to talk about some of those yeah sure i started reading blogs actually the very first blog i started reading was called by a lady called sarah called delivering grace and i think or we should obtain delivering grace and um so i'll put the link to that on she uh, has lots of resources she doesn't blog quite so much at the moment she's got five children some of them are adult now and some are younger but her her kind of philosophy behind it I think she came from a medical background and her kind of reason for blogging was actually a little bit of kind of peer kind of sort of mentorship kind of just seeing what other people are doing peer review that kind of thing um, and that really myself coming you know into home educating from a background where I've been sort of working with other people and, and having that kind of reviews that that really um, resonated with me so so I, I very much like her and another older one also that I've been following for quite a while although I, I find it difficult on the platform she used at the moment which I'm quite sure is myself so because <laughs> I'm not very good at it and it's called Under an English Sky and a lady called Shirley and again her her girls now have are at university but she went through the the SAT American SAT system within the UK so it will probably be if you were looking interested in that it might be worth looking at some of her older posts because she would be kind of talking through that a bit uh, a well-known UK one uh, Ros Mountney and she writes um, her notebook and that I get that email through every week that's a useful one a lovely lovely one which I very much enjoy is called The Open Home by Jessica and actually we started reading each other's blogs and um, she lives in Guernsey and then when we went to Guernsey last year we actually um, met up which is lovely so for my a blog friend or an Instagram friend she's become a real friend and she just has the most beautiful pictures because she lives in Guernsey so um, and a, a lovely warm kind of encouraging way she's got young children so, but it's just beautiful heart is lovely so so I, I very much recommend that Cat Patrick writes one on boys schooling which um, has obviously been cats some very well researched and very informative articles so that's definitely good a new one uh newer than that is um homegrown sunshine which alberta writes with sort of some uh, curriculum as well that she's doing too and that's a great blog too well worth looking into the world is their classroom by nicola she writes um she has a lot of guest ed guest posts as well so also that's very informative too someone called katie writes learn what you live she home educates in i think she's in wales actually that's also another good one there are so many and actually the last one i was just thinking for your children or your girls there's a new blog just come out linked with rooted magazine which is aimed at sort of preteen young teen girls and they have a blog that goes with that um so my we have actually subscribed to the magazine and it's great my daughter really likes it but it's worth looking at the blog as well that is a big long list but hopefully some of those will encourage people i think that's the thing isn't it we the whole lockdown has shown us we we need each other don't we we need we need the community around us and to um inspire and encourage each other yeah and i was thinking again the other day about the the Bible passage in Titus about the older ladies encouraging the younger ladies and uh, hopefully this is one way we can do it by our blogs 
by our podcasting and we can inspire each other and of course we'd love to hear from our listeners too because i think these things go both ways if there are other blogs or podcasts that you've really enjoyed or books that you can really recommend that you think molly and i should definitely read this summer do comment our comments and um, ratings are always well appreciated and you can leave them anywhere on uh, we're, we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on itunes stitcher spotify <laughs> anything else molly i'm thinking of on the long list um and on our blog as well if you can log in i know it, wordpress makes it a bit frustrating to leave leave comments but we do appreciate it so much if you're enjoying what we're talking about and if you've got any other ideas too that would be great as molly said earlier this is the last one we're doing this term we're gonna have a break over summer ourselves do you want to talk about what we what we're thinking of doing when we come back in September, Molly? Yes, it's often quite difficult to start back after a long holiday, and I think probably at this time it might be could potentially be even harder. You know, getting that inertia, isn't it, for the particularly on the children's part? Never mind our part. So, <laughs> um, so we will will aim to do um, in set beginning of September episode about just some ideas about how to start back um, just to make that a little bit less painful I had a couple of ideas oh did you uh, yeah show some more ideas <laughs> yes I just thought because also I've been thinking just about how how tired I am which I think is partly a post-covid but I think all of us it's just difficult living with a lot of uncertainty isn't it and for all of us who are home educating, we're used to having our kids around all the time, but it has been all the time now. And for those of, who are COVID schooling, you know, you also have had your children around the whole time. And we spend, yet we still need to have some time and some rest by ourselves. And so just to encourage you to try to find ways over the holidays that you can do nice things for yourself, that kind of nurture your own selves, nurture your own souls give you some rest while you still have your children around you so you know that may well be putting up a gazebo in the garden if you have a garden and a sort of space and actually that's your space and that's where you read and have a cup of tea and not to be interrupted it may be bubble bath it may be just lying on the settee and this is mum's time <laughs> most afternoons we have afternoon tea a friend of mine came around the other day and she laughed she smiled her kids and said oh this is afternoon tea and we do do that we have cake and a cup of tea and um and that actually it's a, it's a little ritual but actually that's helped us to get through some quite hard seasons in our lives um and so i don't know if you if you kind of do snacks like that but but sometimes just sitting down and having having a kind of a tea time or a, or a morning coffee time together just just little things that maybe you wouldn't normally do but just to put in to try to give yourself some very well-earned rest i don't know are there anything that you particularly like doing helen that you you do for time out yeah my time out is usually with my crossword my children aren't into crosswords so they leave me alone when i do crosswords <laughs> <laughs> or jigsaw puzzles oh everyone everyone rallies around the jigsaw puzzle when it's nearly finished and it, it's the slightly easier part but at the beginning when you're sorting out all those colors that's my alone time <laughs> That's right. You can't do that in the bath because they'd get all really soggy. This is true. <laughs> the other thing that we've got um, just for over the summer holidays, um, which just might give you something for you to do together with your with your children, but but could also give you a bit of time out while they're working on it, is I've put together a PDF document with some things about to create um, some ideas about creating our own family coat of arms. This idea came to me years ago. I think it's years of you know going around English heritage and castles and national trust space 
kind of, I remember just seeing lots of these coats of arms up in all these big houses. And I thought, you know, it'd be fun to do that for ourselves. And then yeah, as the idea developed, it was, it sort of became not just as a fun thing to do, which it is a fun thing to do, but actually it's quite a useful thing to do. You know, we all know families don't just make themselves strong families. We actually do have to work at it, which is what we are all doing. And it just helps us to kind of to think a little bit, to think about, you know, the sorts of things rather than looking at other people's families and saying, gosh, you know, they're so musical or they're so this or they're so that, or, you know, we just can't do any of those things. We're rather looking at our own families and saying, oh, but, you know, this is who we are. These are the things we like doing. Um, and it just kind of, it's been a really fun way for us to think about our own family culture. Excellent. Well, we really hope that you do have a great holiday time and uh, have some good time catching up with yourself, <laughs> catching up with your children, really creating those memories and those relationships as well and having enjoying the change of pace for the holiday season. We look forward to speaking to you again when we all come back in September. Let's see what the world's like then. Meantime, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.